Welcome to the Mostly Legal Podcast, a show where we do a deep dive into the lives and careers of people working in legal management. Today, our guest is Terry Moore Natal. She is the firm manager at Holzer Patel Drennan in the greater Denver area. Her infectious laugh will draw you in, but her wisdom will inspire you. I'm Amanda Copeless. I'm the executive director of Sheffield Lohman, based in Central Florida. And I'm Rob Joyner, Chief Revenue Officer at Centerbase. If you're an Apple lover like me, you'll appreciate this episode. Let's jump in. Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. Are you excited, nervous, scared? We're I'm mostly harmless. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's what you say. And then you're going to hit me with some, you know, Diane Sawyer or, you know, Oprah make me cry questions. Aren't okay. You? Well, first of all, <laughs> Diane Sawyer wishes she could be me. Uh, well, there's that, <laughs> you know. I should have said Barbara. If they, Barbara. If they could see, though, you have the biggest smile right now. So I'm going to take that as you're just excited. She's just excited and happy. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. So I'll give you a kind of a brief introduction for anybody who uh, hasn't met you or had the joy of hearing your infectious laugh, which I just love. And one of the reasons I wanted you to come on our episode today is because you will laugh at all my jokes. And that is really, really valuable for a guest that will just laugh at whatever you say. Okay. So just laugh at me no matter what. All right. Feel <laughs> will free. do. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So hey, Terry, what? Well, I was going to ask. You want to go ahead and go? Go. Here we go. I thought, I thought we were doing her bio. Go can, ahead, I, sure. can I start with her bio? I've switched energy uh, caffeine sources since last season. Maybe you're not I'm drinking a little jumpy. Tea any, you're not drinking tea anymore? No. What are you drinking? The, what is the Celsius energy drinks. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Sponsored by. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Okay. This is not an ad. This is not an ad. <laughs> Rob is a, an affiliate. <laughs> and I've lost six pounds. From wow. drinking energy drinks? Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, awesome. Okay. So let's actually go to our show now. All right. So Terry, you have been in legal management and corporate since 2003. You have done a lot of roles in legal, right? Paralegal, administrator, HR manager, executive services manager, which I'm not quite sure what that is. So maybe I'll have you tell me what that is. But um, now you are... At I'm not even going to try Holzer Patel Drennan. You did great. I did good. All right. I always (laughs) feel like that's a test to say all of the law firm names. What you tell us is that you are a proud Air Force brat, which I guess means how many schools did you go to growing up? (laughs) A few. A few. A few. East Coast, West Coast. I lived in California. I lived in Maryland. I lived in England for a couple of years. I lived in Italy for a couple of years. And then I moved to Colorado and I have not moved anywhere since. (laughs) And you've been there for 20 years? Gosh, longer than that. Really? About when the Rockies um, became a team. Uh, I may not date myself, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna have to, Rob and I are gonna have to Google that. I'm a football person. Rockies, yeah, is, yeah ba- that's baseball, right? Oh gosh, don't Google them. They're not doing well. <laughs> All right. So, and you enjoy traveling. That's uh, that's on here. Um, where was the last great trip you took? Oh my gosh, it feels like it's been so in the before times, maybe. 
yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, I was just in Vegas, but that was that was CLI. Woo-hoo! Was, Vegas, yes. Vegas. It was it was something. It was hot. That was, is what it was, it was hot in Vegas. <laughs> that's for sure. Yes, hot Vegas. So last great trip, probably Mexico is one of our favorite places. Africa too. My wife's from Kenya, so wow, that's yeah, cool. Probably my last great trip was there. Wow. Did you, what'd you do in Africa? Were you doing a safari or? We did not do a safari. We went, um, we went to visit our parents. They have a, a, they run a mission, um, they're missionaries and they have, uh, they have an orphanage. They take in a lot of children and, um, do schooling and things for that nature with that for them. And then I, we did a vacation too. So we traveled to the coast and, sat on the beach and watched the waves and the tide and all of that, which is my kind of vacation. (laughs) (laughs) When you live in Florida, that's called Saturday. Just Yeah, I I know. But, you know, when you live in Colorado where there is no beach. There's no beach. There's there's no no beach. beach. You do what you can. (laughs) I love it. So, So when we were talking just a few minutes ago, you mentioned you've been at the firm six years, right? Yes, six years this last July, this July. Yes. So I'm going to steal Amanda's question and I'm just going to ask because it excited me. You said you guys are an all Mac firm. Yes. Well, you know, I guess the caveat, we have a couple people who use windows, but mostly all Mac. Um, when I first, when I was interviewing with the partners of the firm and they said, we're all Mac. And I said, really? (laughs) Does I said, I am not. I am a PC person. They're like, oh, it's fine. You'll be fine. And it was fine. And as I was saying, I have, of course, I've got a MacBook. I've got an iPad. I have the phone. I have the watch. So I've been completely absorbed in, you know. And it's great, board, right? Life's I guess been the better. Trekkie say. <laughs> I am so anti-Apple. I'm that annoying person that Rob makes fun of on a regular basis because I'm the green bubble in the group chat. Oh, no. <laughs> She's the one when you like something in a group chat, it creates a new bubble and says that this person liked this no, comment. Or this no, no. It's Samsung, terrible. Samsung is working on that. Now I get a little check mark that yeah, you like. We still something. don't. We still, you don't. still don't. Okay. Well, anyway, it's a little hard. Yeah. I, the first time I sent something to my mom and she was like, what is this like emoji thing? I was like, Oh yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, okay. So Terry so. being a, well, I got a follow-up question, Amanda. Okay. Of course. You so being, being a legal tech guy, you know, my question for you has being a Mac firm limited you guys at all on the, um, legal tech that you could bring into the office? Have you guys had any trouble with that? No, not at all, really. I mean, probably when we first started, because we were on a, um, we were on a, on-prem kind of server. So mm-hmm. um, our time and billing, there was only one product that, that works <laughs> um, for Max. But we have Rob's since like launched- sitting there smiling. <laughs> Yeah, like back to so, the affiliate. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was hard. But since we've gone to pretty much everything on the cloud, no, we use Office Suite and all of that. So it's very easy. It's pretty intuitive. I know when I tell people as I'm interviewing and I say, oh, I didn't tell you we're an all Mac office. It's really going to be fine. 
there's a couple you can't do control alt delete that doesn't work um oh, but <laughs> no. oh my gosh so you've got to google and learn some new commands and shortcuts so that's probably going to be the most frustrating thing um in converting your the things you grew up knowing but for the most part it it's pretty easy you know you've got the pictures you've got the app isn't the theme, though, with Mac that you shouldn't ever need to do Control-Alt-Delete because it doesn't ever freeze, right? Like, I, I don't know. You guys are both looking at me like I'm dumb. I haven't used a Mac since there was an Open Apple. Like, Open Apple S. Open Y'all are too young. Uh -huh. too young. <laughs> well, all the old people that listen to this are like, they remember Open Apple S, Open Apple. No? No, We sorry. might have to cut this part out, Amanda. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know that one. There are people Sorry, Amanda, listening. did you have a question? <laughs> there are people listening who are going to relate to this, okay? All right, so we're going to do some rapid-fire questions at you, but I think we're going to start easy and then go harder, all right? Okay. If you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would they be and why? Oh, my goodness. Shoot. Three people, living or dead. Um, Michelle Obama, for oh, sure. Yeah. Loved nice. her book, listened to her voice, would love to chat with her. Um, oh my goodness. I'm going to get back and say, I should have said this person. <laughs> um, <laughs> who else? Maybe Maya Angelou, because she's so very encouraging and, um, you know, and her wisdom just kind of lives on and would just love to sit and of course, Oprah, I mean, uh, yeah, can't miss Oprah. Can't, can't miss, miss Oprah. It. So those my, uh, that's really deep. My three are like three of the impractical jokers. So <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say like Brett Favre. No. Aaron Rodgers. God, no, no. Oh gosh. None of those I'd have to pick never. three of the impractical <laughs> jokers. I mean, come on. <laughs> Okay. How would that not be the best dinner ever? Yeah, it'd be fun. I mean, All I'd right. be nervous and intimidated, but I think it'd be, I think I'd learn a lot. That's awesome. I still watch reruns and laugh. I do too. It's the best. Anyways. It is. It is. So, so Terry, next question. What are three words that describe you best? Oh, goodness. Um, three words? Not sentences. Oh, you can do sentences. Three <laughs> okay. phrases, sentences, Three phrases. words. Who okay. are you, Terry? Um, <laughs> recognizable laugh for sure. I had for a friend sure. find me. I hadn't seen her in years, and she heard me laugh in an airport in London and found me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would say generally a positive person and calm. I would say calm. Pretty wow. calm. I cannot relate to that <laughs> last one at all. Rob, how about you? Are you calm? No. <laughs> Not with you. I feel like you're setting me up to say anxious, <laughs> no. uh, all over the place, hot and cold. Go ahead. I was gonna Make say, a with jab. Your, with your energy drinks, you're never uh, going to be calm again. Okay. I, so legal management. Wow. How do we fall into that? What advice would you give somebody who is wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Oh gosh, don't do it similar to me. I got my, <laughs> I got my paralegal certificate and then I didn't even do anything with it for almost 10 years. 
I worked in a call center <laughs> and uh, <laughs> managed and did all that. <laughs> you go back and do it again. Like, doesn't it help you manage paralegals to understand that role? It does, because that's actually how I ended up into legal, because the um, place that I worked for, I got laid off. And a recruiter called me and she said, well, I have this law firm that's got, they've got a call center and they need a paralegal. So that's kind of how I fell in to to legal management. Um, But I would say definitely um, know that I think that most people can do it. It's not difficult, but you just have to be, you know, detail oriented. You have to care about the work and um, and get allies, get friends, join ALA, do, do something like that because a lot of times you're the only one, as we all know, and that can be, yeah, that can be tough. You don't, who are you going to complain to? You got to have somebody. <laughs> you can't complain to the people that make you upset, you know? <laughs> so, so Terry, when you talk about the ALA, something interesting to me, do you find yourself um, uh, connecting more on the national level with the national association or, or is it more local? Do you feel you're, you know, you're working within the Denver chapter? Ah, good question. Both. Um, actually, I have been a president of the Mile High chapter and kind of went through the through the ranks here in Colorado and was really active after I'd gone to my first conference. I was like, oh, I need to need to do more. And I've been doing this long enough. I should try to volunteer and give back. And then in the past year, I've been able to be on the chapter resource team, be a membership ambassador. Um, yeah. And I'm chairing the intellectual property conference um, mm-hmm. that is happening in October. So what I is definitely... an intellectual property conference? Oh gosh. For anyone who deals with patents, trademarks, protecting your stuff and the management thereof, um, this is the conference to come to. Why do they need a whole separate conference? <laughs> you know, I've been asked that question. I think it's because you are dealing specifically, you aren't dealing with the court system. You're dealing with the government. You're dealing with the U.S. Patent Trademark Office. And um, the workflows can be a little different. Um, The ratios for admin to attorneys is almost one-to-one, which is kind of completely different because it's very admin heavy. You're making calls. You're doing a lot of prep. Um, And so there's, and the workflows are a little different too. So I think it makes sense to have a, a conference for this group. So, so I have a follow-up question on the, the ALA question. You know, sure. we have a lot of people that um, I think enjoy listening to the podcast because they're able to learn and, and maybe a little shyer. They're not leaning, they're not leaning in as much uh, with the ALA. Maybe they're newer. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but basically my question is, you know, when you, so you came from a different industry, you jumped in and you've really progressed in the ALA. How did you get yourself uh, involved? How did you kind of jump into it uh, from the beginning and, and really push your way up? Into the ALA? Yes. Or, okay. Um, I actually went to a, um, we had like a legal management week here in Denver. And there were a few people that were in, in that's when you 
get all the legal associations and try to plan, you know, some education services. And at the time I was in NALS, um, it was at the time the National Association for Legal Secretaries, but now I think they've changed it to professionals. Um, and I met a couple of people who were in the local chapter of the ALA, the Mile High chapter. And I thought, wow, that sounds really interesting. That's kind of where I want to be. Um, I'm not managing people yet, but I got to see what that could look like in working with people on that. Actually, um, Jerry was one of the people, Jerry McPeak was one of the people I met um, at that time. So I've known him for a long time. Um, and, uh, and along with Dee and a few other people, and, and he's still on lots of people. So I got involved and um, said, okay, I aspire to maybe manage people. I think at that time I hired my first assistant. I said, this is too much work. And my bosses said, well, hire somebody. And I said, okay, (laughs) how do I do all the things? (laughs) And so that's, that's where it kind of started. Then I went to my first, um, retreat, a professional development conference that was in Colorado Springs. And, uh, and I was kind of hooked then met a lot of people and said, I want to come back. This is just what I needed to network to figure out what's next for me and not in the day to day grind of, okay, I got to get back. I got to do this. I got to do that. And um, just got involved, asked the co-chair a committee and once it gets you, that's what happens. Well, that's just history. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that that actually, it's a good question. So you mentioned a couple of different people in the legal I- industry. Um, who in the legal field inspires you the most and what motivates you about them? And you can't say me, Rob, oh, but if I ask that question, I have to make sure it's not a setup <laughs> for somebody saying how much they admire me, obviously. Well, you know what the real answer is, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think it would be hard to say any one person, um, especially as I've gotten more involved, I'm, I'm continuing to meet people that inspire me. Um, gosh, so many of your guests uh, previously have inspired me, which has been kind of the nervous part. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Deborah Ellsbury, um, Judy Hissong, Jenna Carter. Um, gosh, like I said, Jerry has inspired me tremendously. Um, goodness, Michelle, um, the current president for FALA, um, just the things she's been able to do oh, in her yes. passion. Uh, Michelle Cohen. Um, oh, yeah. Goodness. I feel like I will take up the next hour saying names. There are two. It'll be like the the Oscar thank you speech. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so many people, new um, new friends and people I've known for a long time. Julie Becker, Stacy Hedrick. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so many. That's awesome. So this is always a fun one. I think we've asked this in the past before too. What's a common myth about the legal profession? that you hear come up? Like what's a common myth? What's something that's not true that people think is true about law firms or legal in general? Um, that it's like on TV. Um, and also <laughs> that um, you can only be a, you can only be an attorney or a paralegal or, you know, something along those lines. I think 
um, just trying to make sure that people know that whatever you need in a corporate setting, you, <laughs> you need in a law firm. You need somebody who's managing the operations. You need IT. You need all of those, all of those different roles. And um, I would say maybe just people understanding that there's an expansion of all those roles. You need HR. You need a finance person. So it's you not like suits. You need all those things, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. It's it is just like that. suits. We go to it's... court in one day. We take a case. <laughs> you, in fact, you wear the same clothes that you took, you met the client in, then you go straight to trial in the same outfit. Like that's oh, all Yeah. All of I that. If you know that. <laughs> Learn something uh, every time. So I want to I want to do a little bit deeper dive on okay. something you briefly mentioned to us and that was working in a call center. Oh, okay. And because you mentioned two that you worked in, right? Mm-hmm. How what was that like? How did that give you I mean, how I, I think it would be transformative into how I do my job because I would have to listen more than I talk maybe. Uh but tell us a little bit about that. Oh my goodness. Uh, you're going to make me age myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've already done it once, apparently. Yeah, you've so. done it. I've done it once. Um, actually, um, when I first started, you know, and I'm sure you probably may get some of these calls every now and then today, Amanda, where someone says, who's handling your phone system? Do you have a couple minutes to I talk have, about? No, sweet Lisa's the best gatekeeper <laughs> in the world. I don't have to hear any of that, but no, I, I do. Yes. Yes. So, and, and they, and you say, sure. How long is it going to take? And you him and haw, and you know, it's going to be 20, 30 minutes, but it's, you know, and the person says, I've got five. And of course it has to be the person most responsible for, <laughs> for making those decisions. It's just who you have to speak to. So that's kind of how I started doing those kinds of surveys. Then um, I did some Encyclopedia Britannica, the great (gasps) book selling. (laughs) That's awesome. Rob, have you ever even used an Encyclopedia? (laughs) Maybe back in uh, elementary school. Just shut up. Yes. So we, (laughs) yes. So a lot of our, a lot of our customers um, had the books. So we were trying to get them to upgrade or get the, the great books, which of course are the classics, right? The movie deck, the, the, you know, Emily Bronte, all those. So you're, you're just trying to uh, (laughs) upsell all those and vacuum cleaners because people weren't doing door to door anymore. You were selling this $300 or three to $400 or vacuum. I've done that. And so expanding. Were you hitting your numbers, into- Terry? I was like, hitting my numbers. Are you I about to make well. her an offer? You know, I'm about to make an offer. I just got out of an numbers. interview. I did pretty, did pretty well at that. Um, I ended up, yeah. And then I ended up moving into the marketing side of things and then worked as an assistant to the president once we got into a merger and did a bit of that. And then the company was purchased and then I found myself without a job. And so, as I mentioned, then I had been working with the recruiter off and on and um, she put me in touch with this couple that was doing collections, um, which is always fun. Yes. Um, And then they also had a billing and a medical billing company. They were great though. They taught me had the patience to answer all my questions, um, you know, Adam and Trisha Plotkin, they're probably not listening, but they were great. Um, <laughs> and um, 
And I was with them for quite some time, saw the company grow from like 30 people to around 100. So I had got into operations at that point and hiring paralegals and staff, helping with attorneys and our hourly call center employees, helping them make their numbers and <laughs> answer calls and, and take escalated, very upset people calls. So that's how I kind of merged the two between corporate and legal. So it was, I mean, a lesson in patience, right? Like, Definitely. Yeah. And empathy too, for sure. I mean, and rejection, and dealing and with rejection. rejection. <laughs> yes. And Does uh, that mean you take cold developing calls? Developing a dick skin oh as well. Yeah, Did that's I take a good one question. Out? Do you take cold calls now? You know what? I do sometimes because I know how tough it can be. I don't get as many anymore, but you will after yeah, this podcast. Someone... Yeah, <laughs> Every <laughs> single person is listening. It's like, ooh, Terry's gonna get on the phone with me. I will. I I I will. Um, but I will ask, are you a business partner for the ALA? <laughs> do you hear that? Are you a business partner for the ALA? I teach Rob that all the time. Lead with yes. that. Yes. We have a are lot of you value. And put a yes. lot of that. I will definitely. Yeah, but get Terry, the Terry, the difference is I bring Amanda in for my sales kickoff, and she speaks to my team, and then she ends her presentation on how to to reach out to uh, uh, administrators with a slide that says, "I will never pick up your phone call." <laughs> <laughs> well, you they know, really if we're smart, we have gatekeepers who um, help us with that. So. Yep. Rob really <laughs> thought I was going to teach him how to get me on the phone. And, uh, but no, leading with that you support ALA, especially for those of us who have a passion for the association and really understand. And, and when you've been in it as long as we have, and you see that so many of the great things we do are done with the support of our business partners, then you felt, I feel the need to give back, right? So- um, great. Okay. Truly. Rob, is it your turn? I'm up next again? I think so. Oh, great. So, you have a deep uh, question? no, I don't. Well, it, it's, a, it's along the same lines. So Terry, what's, uh, what's your proudest accomplishment, you know, working at a law firm? What's, what's the one thing you're the most proud of that you've done? Oh, wow. These are the hard hitting journal questions. <laughs> questions. Um, you know, I would say probably the, the thing I'm most proud of is that we have a really good team of people that work here. I am so protective of the, of the culture of our firm. And that's what is kind of a plus and a minus because it makes it hard to, uh, make sure that the people that we hire are, are good. You know, they're not going to come in and, you know, when people are interviewed, of course, they're their best representative of themselves. <laughs> and then, and, and we've seen it happen, right? You're like, who is this person? That's not who I interviewed. Um, it's, it's a, it's a mess. And I, it's funny. I have had that conversation with the partner. I was like, you interviewed this person too. It's not me. I'm not crazy. Um, <laughs> And so trying to make sure that it's good fit and that we're really, you know, really have a uh, group of people who are not only collaborative, but really respect each other and enjoy 
working together. I know you don't have to like everyone you work with and all of those good things, but it helps. You're, you know, you're there 24, you know, feels like 24 seven sometimes (laughs) and you're in the trenches trying to get things done and you can do that and still have people who are um, diverse in thought and ideas and backgrounds. And I think that's probably what makes me most proud. Have you found that that reduces your turnover? Yes, I've even had people come back. So, really? Yeah. yeah. Nobody <laughs> yeah, ever just... volunteers to come work for me again. Just... <laughs> mm. Yeah, I've had a couple mm-hmm. people who've just been like, yeah, I tried it, didn't like it. This was really kind of a good gig. And, you know, and, and I definitely believe in, you have to, sometimes you have to know, you have to go out there and find out and figure out, is this the best fit for me? Is it a better opportunity for me? And of course, you know, we're a small firm. So people will sometimes go where the money is and that happens. And they realize that there's a, you know, pro and con to that. Are there, so, you know, you mentioned hiring uh, as mm-hmm. part of your culture and hiring the right people build to help build a culture. Are there other, other things you guys do that um, help with the culture as well and reinforce the culture you're trying to build within the firm? Yeah, I would say that we are always, you know, we constantly like to do things together, um, for sure. We just had a our group baseball, you know, outing, which is not necessarily about the team winning, as I mentioned before, but uh, <laughs> but just <laughs> but just getting out, getting I live out in Central Florida. All. Okay, like we have the Heat, the Jaguars, like other than maybe Tampa Bay. I get it. So, so yeah, um, yeah, those, I won't even, I won't talk about the Rockies. They're, they're fun though. They're fun to cheer for. Um, and so we do that. I'm working on our end of year, kind of our end of summer party right now. Um, definitely just kind of the appreciation of people. I've definitely have sent gifts, baskets, boxes. I think like all of us have, have done And also we really support people just trying to um, enrich themselves, whether it's professional, you know, training, we've paid for different training for for people's professional development. Um, We really try to offer benefits to offset that. And just, we really talk about how we are open to all um, and we don't just walk it. We have people who have, like I said, from different walks of life, different experiences, and that's important. Yeah. Agree. So I think we are going to move into our final segment, which is the, um, as long as we haven't uh, scared you off, it's the pitch your passion session. So I know you were going back and forth and waffling on what you wanted to talk about, but did you land on something? I land on landed on a couple of things that okay. I've been talking so I'll I'll try to be quick. Yeah, um, I would say first, um, I would say it's really important. I I've said this for years, and I have some people who've never voted vote, but vote. I mean, you know, it's not just for presidential elections, but vote in your local elections. I mean, those are the things that impact you every day. And I've had some people who have said, you know, my vote doesn't count. And we've seen how it's been just a matter of only a few votes shy that someone else, um, you know, someone who maybe you didn't want. But my whole thing is don't complain to me if you didn't vote. Don't even talk to me about it. So, 
<laughs> so there's that. Also, um, I think we all have a, a talent, um, whether it's time, you know, energy, a listening ear, money. I think that, that we can always find a way to support things we care about. And for me, I'm probably a volunteer junkie <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. Um, I, you know, I love getting with people who who can inspire me, who can help me grow, who can help me stretch. And that is why I spend so much time volunteering for the ALA. And I deeply encourage it, whatever that is, if it's, if it's not necessarily legal or this organization, find a way that um, helps you continue to grow and learn. I thought you were going to list off even more. Yeah. And I was kind of setting you up because you briefly talked about the organization in Kenya. And I was wondering if maybe you'd give that a little shout out as well. Oh, Testimony Faith Homes, um, my wife's organization. Yes, they um, run basically kind of an orphanage for a lot of children um, up to the age of 18 in Kenya. And yes, they are happy to accept whatever you can you can give <laughs> their way. Um, they are an amazing, her, her parents are amazing. They've been doing this since like 75 or something crazy like that. And I feel like even earlier than that. And so um, it's just amazing to see the children they have impacted into adults and so many people who come back to show their appreciation for the opportunities that they may not have otherwise had. And that's Testimony Faith Homes. Faith Homes. All right. Well, Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Oh, well, thank Can you. Can you give us one laugh on the way out? Oh, my goodness. Now I'll... Put her on the spot. <laughs> on, on demand. Wow. <laughs> there you go. You got no, it. No, thank you. That's it. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Most Illegal Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. You can also check us out online on MostlyLegalPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list, get weekly recaps, and get some of your very own Mostly Legal swag.